football fans, I'm sure we all love an action-packed, high-scoring NFL game. But with the latest no-brainer from DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, you'll be a winner once a single point is scored. New customers who bet just $1 on either team to score can win $100 in free bets. It's that simple. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, you can still get in on the NFL action. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes all season long with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Sports Contest. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code PFF. Bet $1 on any team to score and win $100 in free bets. If they score, you score with promo code PFF this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Min $5 deposit and $1 wager required. One per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Welcome in. It is the early week edition of the PFF Betting Podcast. As always, I'm joined by Eric Eager. We're going to be recapping uh, the performance of NFL and NCAA Greenline before looking ahead to Conference Championship Week in college football. We'll touch on some futures of both the college football and NFL market. We'll wrap it up maybe with you know a few more NFL bets for Week 13. So, Eric model perspective this was uh you know felt like a really good week from a college football perspective there were some spots definitely in the nfl uh some more situations that maybe didn't look right you know with the titans and those sorts of injury situations green line leaned in their direction but how was the overall model performance for both nfl and ncaa football here it was good i mean college football is we were up 5.7 units um in nfl we were down half a unit so uh, another positive week on the year if you combine the two models, 17 units um, <laughs> uh, up, which is which is pretty good. I think this is going to be the first year where we're going to be up in both, at least you know if NFL continues to trend that way. Um, it was a good year. It was a good uh, week, and and I think um, that you know we even had some bad beats. You know we had uh, was it BYU USC I believe you know went over by a point or two. We had right. the over and the cover in Toledo versus uh, in that Toledo game where they, you know, ran instead of running out the clock, ran in a touchdown for no reason um, to cover to cover that number. So it was a it was a good week. Um, I, I'm thrilled with you know some of the season long stuff. If I went back and looked at uh, you know sort of the best bets for college football that you know you wrote up and you know uh, Iowa winning the Big Ten West was not a terrible was not a terrible outcome. Uh, right, for, for you and and obviously um, we also have that Michigan ticket um, from earlier so uh, a lot of good things happened it would have been nice uh, had Utah State lost if we would have gotten uh, you know uh, Air Force into the Mountain Air West Force. but if Air Force right. would have just taken care of business against Army um, you know it would have been although that wouldn't have mattered because it was not a conference game but you know that was sort of uh, you know Air Force had plenty of opportunities and they and they didn't take advantage of them including losing to Utah State so yeah. Um, but a, a good week and I'm really looking forward, uh, you know, I was a little nervous. There wasn't going to be any value, uh, in the conference championship week, but that is not the case. Yeah, definitely. And I agree with you. I mean, Air Force, 
Definitely love them all offseason. Plus 2,800 ticket. Would have been nice to at least have a little bit of a sweat there in the Mount West Conference. But everything else, you know, the Big Ten broke correctly for us. I do think the SEC looks like it's going to break correctly for us as well. So hitting on those conferences definitely, you know, from a futures perspective, uh, seems like everything, with you know, related to the simulation and everything else uh, definitely feels on track. So uh, you can definitely check out the NCAA Power Rankings page. We have, you know, a simulation updated uh, today, November 29th, with the latest news and odds. There's not a lot of value, basically, in that market or really the Heisman Trophy odds, right? I think Bryce Young, basically, heavy favorite right now. Uh, not really, and it seems like maybe a little bit more of a wide-open race uh, for that, really tough to project. So not sure about any betting opportunities in that. But like you said, conference championship week, uh, we got a number of quality games on tap. What what immediately kind of jumped out to you from betting value, uh, according to NCAA Greenline here? Yeah, I mean, let's just really go back to where we were a couple weeks ago. I think that Utah, you know, minus three. I know, you know, this is more, this is going to be a neutral site. But I think Utah right now is a much classier team than Oregon. Um, I, I would still take the minus three. I have taken the minus three, so that's Friday night. Um, I like that one quite a bit, 8 o'clock uh, Eastern. Um, also that day, Western Kentucky against UTSA. Now, Western Kentucky it has been extremely efficient on offense. Um, you know, they, they basically ran the train on, on Marshall after the first couple quarters. But uh, our model likes under 71.5 in that game. Um, so there, there's value on, on sort of both of those marketplaces in, in uh, Friday night, uh, which is great because, you know, that obviously takes us into Saturday. Um, and on Saturday, I think, you know, we are going to be up against some freight trains, I think, a few times, right? So we like Bama getting six and a half against Georgia. We like Houston getting ten and a half against Cincinnati. And we right. like Iowa getting 11 uh, against Michigan. So uh, all three of those. Uh, you know, you're praying for close games. If it's a bunch of boat races, uh, we're going to be hanging out for dear life for our cash because uh, we like the dogs in all three of those games. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, definitely. And I think I feel probably best about Iowa uh, out of those three games, but I also really like Alabama, so I don't feel too bad. I think the only game that really seems like it's going to be potentially ugly from you know a betting perspective is Houston. I don't see Georgia, uh, kind of like you said, bolt racing Alabama just based on the defensive performance. I do think it could be a lower scoring game, uh, but I don't expect them to kind of you know separate you know, convincingly from Alabama to the point where it doesn't even seem like they could potentially backdoor cover. So I'm really interested in that. Uh, I do like the under in that Oregon-Utah game on Friday night. How do you kind of feel about that particular one? I do think that's probably the highest value opportunity, according to Greenline, uh, from a betting perspective out of all these games. Do you like that one, or how are you kind of feeling about uh, that game potentially going over? No, I like the under. Uh, went well under in the first matchup. Um, Oregon only scoring the seven points there. I think Utah is tough enough defensively to limit them. Uh, I think you're getting probably some value given how well Oregon moved the ball and scored points against Oregon State last week uh, in rivalry week. So um, to me, I think that, that that does have some value. Utah is not, I mean, they're more explosive passing the football with Cam Rising, but they're more of like a running team with Tavion Thomas. Uh, so I, I do like that one. Um, you know, especially especially if it stays sort of above 59 there. Uh, I really do like that, obviously, because you get the 56 plus 3, um, you know, relatively key number there. So that, that, that one I do like. Um, and, and, yeah, I mean, uh, a little bit of Utah, you know, and under uh, won't go so bad. Won't go so bad. So we got two really high total matchups 
Uh, between the span of Friday and Saturday, we got Pittsburgh Wake Forest, 72 and a half point total, and that Western Kentucky UTSA game, 71 and a half point total. Do you feel comfortable betting either one of those unders, or is that a spot you're probably going to stay away from? Yeah, and you also have at noon on Saturday, you have Kent State and Northern Illinois under right. 73 and a half. Right. I think Northern Illinois, a very surprising team being in this position, mostly a run first team um, with Rocky Lombardi. I mean, I'll take under on all of them. Pittsburgh actually went under this week, uh, I think, for the first time in a while. They were a team, you know, with uh, Kenny Pickett that were constantly going over totals uh, and over props and things like that, and that was a little bit rough. But, you know, I, I like under in all three. I think Wake Forest, so we were, um, you know, on Wake Forest under against BC, and that one, you know, sort of hit uh, after a, a slow second half. Um, that's the one I'm least uh, you know, uh, thrilled about, frankly, is that under because, you know, I think both of those quarterbacks can get hot and, th and this thing will, you know, extend a little bit. We do like Pitt in that game, minus three. Um, we, we do think they're a classier team. I do think Kenny Pickett's better than, than uh, Sam Hartman um, right. by, by a little bit of a margin. So, uh, you know, that would probably be the, the bet I would take in that game. Um, even though, you know, we do, you know, mathematically like under there, it's just really hard for a model to get above seven, two and a half. Right, definitely. We're kind of moving back toward the market in a lot of situations. That is a difficult number to achieve. But I do like Kent State, uh, you know, minus two and a half. I think, you know, there are some spots where it's definitely already out to a field goal differential. Don't really love, don't really love the play at minus three. But at minus two and a half, I do think there's definitely some value on the golden flashes. So that might be my favorite bet of the weekend. We will see. But... Let's move on. Let's talk NFL futures simulation about to be up here. PFF NFL power rankings. Make sure you check that out. You can get an elite subscription. Cyber 40 uh, is going to save you 40% off the subscription site, uh, subscription cost. Uh, and it's definitely worth it. Of course, you're going to get all the great betting and gambling tools that we talk about consistently on the PFF betting podcast. And it's going to show you uh, all of the value that you can potentially take. And, you know, like we said earlier, the models have been hot. So make sure you check that out. Cyber 40 is the code 40% off PFF elite subscription. So, NFL Power Rankings, Eric, where do you kind of see uh, some differentiation with where the betting market is at currently with some of these teams' price? Yeah, I mean, um, you know, one of the things that right now is we're recording during this uh, really kind of awful Washington-Seattle game. Kind of awful. Right? Um, I, I think that, um, you know, we're not seeing the markets on San Francisco, Minnesota, um, because Washington, or whoever wins this game, um, but it, it, right now it looks like Washington's going to win. Five and six is is a you know a three or four way tie for the last playoff spot in the NFC with Minnesota, Atlanta, uh, Washington presumably, um, as well as New Orleans. I think New Orleans is getting a decent sort of um, you know break. Uh, in fact, I I bet a little bit of New Orleans at plus six um, when you know the news of uh, you know the the eight or so uh, COVID things for the Cowboys right. came out as well as Mike McCarthy. But I think the Saints are more or less dead. Um, I think, uh, you know, Washington could be plucky here. Um, Atlanta has a minus 103-point differential. They also have some easy games on their schedule. Um, so they could obviously make it. The Vikings are going to be the team where, in my opinion, they're going to be plus price to make the playoffs because they were, you know, minus 110 coming into the week. and They lost to San Francisco. Um, but in my opinion, they're probably the team you want to bet at a plus price because... You know, they get Detroit once, they get Chicago twice. Um, 
you know, Pittsburgh is reeling, they get them. The Rams are reeling, they get them. I mean, Minnesota just has to be, you know, merely competent um, in, in order to make the playoffs here. And, you know, we have not seen, you know, this was like the biggest meltdown we've seen out of Cousins this year. And, um, you know, they still only lost by a score. So that's the, that's the one on the market where I kind of like actually them, Minnesota, to make the playoffs, um, especially if you bet them no going into the season, you're probably getting a good price here um, because they are, you know, the best of a mediocre bunch. Yeah, definitely. I agree with you. As much as it maybe pains us to say, it does seem like, you know, the Vikings can do enough over the latter half of their schedule to potentially get in uh, to, to that NFC playoff race. So we'll see. I do definitely agree with you. The New Orleans Saints, uh, they are pretty much dead and buried right now. I do think, you know, we're hearing reports of Taysom Hill potentially going to be starting this weekend uh, as well. I think that's going to be, you know, an interesting spot for uh, New Orleans against Dallas here on Thursday Night Football. Uh, do you see any betting value in any of these Week 13 games? I know you and George kind of wrote up uh, your best bets so far. Some of that line movement has already occurred. Are you still betting some teasers early on in the week, or have you basically switched to uh, you know full-on just game spreads and totals here in your early week betting? Yeah, the one that we liked was the Colts minus 7.5. It's now 8.5. That's good. You know, At 8.5, though, at FanDuel, you can tease them down to 2.5. I think you do that. I think the Colts are going to beat the Texans. And I think by, you know, some margin of, and if you think that it's going to be a rough one and they win by four, seven or so, you know, teasing them makes a lot of sense. Um, you know, Arizona, you can tease them down to a pick against Chicago. There's some uncertainty there with Murray. Minnesota, you can tease them basically down to a pick against Detroit. I think that has some value too. Uh, Philadelphia, you can tease them down to basically a pick uh, against the Jets. Um, so those are ones, uh, you know, obviously that makes sense. Um, you know, I think Jacksonville plus 13, some value against the Rams, although the Rams might, you know, just decide to play. Um, and, you know, now it's down to a cheap three, but I think the Patriots are still some value getting a field goal uh, against Buffalo. Those are some games that I really do like, uh, you know, this week. Um, it, it's it's an interesting week. Like, I, I think that there, there are a lot of three-point games, right? So you have Cincinnati, L.A., um, if I could coach the Chargers, I would take plus three all day, but I can't coach the Chargers. Right. So I don't know what Mike Lombardi is going to do uh, in that one. 50 and a half. I do think over is probably a solid play there, but I, I have to see what Greenline says when it comes out there. You know, there, there are some things that the Chargers do that play to unders, um, even though they have a great quarterback. Um, so that, so that's one, um, you know, if you're a real sicko, probably plus 10 Atlanta, plus 10 and a half at home. Atlanta against the Bucks. Um, last year in Atlanta, Tampa Bay fell behind 17 uh, nothing, rough, roughly this time of year, and, and came back and won by four. Um, so that's that's one to think about. Um, but yeah, the, it's a, a very interesting uh, you know slate right now. Um, you know, also in the MVP race, <laughs> you know, Tom Brady's still three to one. Oh. I think right now he he would be the the favorite. Um, but you know, I think three to one. You know, if you if you want. Uh, a good bet. I also think offensive rookie of the year, Mac Jones at minus two fifty. If you can lay that big Still, price at a credit place, I think that that's probably the right way to go. Yeah, I mean that seems like pretty much a lock as we head into the final weeks of the season. Of course, Patriots have probably probably exceeded you know almost everyone's expectations after they kind of started off a little bit slower. So they have definitely been where it's at. I'm I'm curious your thoughts. 
Where do you think we're going to see this line with Washington, uh, Las Vegas here heading into week 13? Do you think, you know, I think, what was it at? Uh, minus two and, two and a half. half. Minus one and a half. Yeah, minus one and a half, two and a half. Do you think we see that, uh, you know, hold two there? Is there, you know, a scenario where your Washington could potentially be favored over Las Vegas here when it all is said and done? I don't think so. I think, I mean, Washington came into tonight's game basically as a pick I know we saw some late money on Seattle. Um, right. So people thought that this was an outcome that could happen. I don't think people really predicted Seattle being that bad, but they are that bad apparently. Um, and, and so that's been, been rough. Um, but then, you know, the Raiders are coming off of 10 days rest, come off a very uh, important win and a very impressive right. one as well. Um, so that's one that I think, uh, you know, I, I think it'll stay at two and a half. I don't think it'll ever get to three, but, um, I think the Raiders will still be favored in that one. Yeah, definitely. Pretty dramatic rest differential on that matchup for sure. So last one I got to ask you. Dolphins came through for us last week. Are we riding them again here against the Giants uh, on Sunday? Yeah, the Dolphins. Minus three? Minus three is a bit heavy for me. I think total on the game, 41. Um, I'd, 41 and a half. Yeah, yeah, 41 and a half. I'd probably take the points with the Giants, honestly. I, I think the Giants defense uh, is pretty good. I think Tua is sort of resting on some of that R those RPO laurels, um, and it might not necessarily be uh, a sustainable approach to winning for them. There we go. I can I can get on board with that. I did want to ride to a one more week, but it sounds like I'm going to have to miss out on that for at least week 13. So we will see. Uh, you know, Make sure you check out all the great tools. We have at pff.com, betting tools, fantasy, everything else. If you you know, still holding on to hope for that fantasy championship, make sure you check out all that great content as well. From Ben Brown, joined by Eric Eager, we appreciate you guys listening to the PFF Betty Podcast.